Welcome back to the Future is Green podcast. In today's episode, we will discuss when to accept defeat and when to choose resilience. Listeners will learn how to properly assess a situation to determine which route to take, the difference between defeat and resilience, the dichotomy of grit and grace, and the power of trying. Life is full of twists and turns, and how you bounce back from failure and disappointment speaks volumes. Be your best self with FIG. We all have experiences in life that, quite frankly, don't go the way we want, and how we respond to them is telling of who we are as individuals. Getting back up when life gets us down is much easier said than done, but it is a crucial skill to develop, and the more you practice it, the more you will reach an enhanced skill. And when we put in the work and strive towards seeing silver linings in every situation, we'll find that peace is available to us even in the darkest of times when we are actively looking for it. Your brain doesn't understand the difference between seeing something and not based on your intentions. So for example, if I asked you to look around whatever room you're in right now and try to ignore anything that's green Your brain has a pretty hard time doing that because that's in the back of your intention. But when you're focusing on the good, you can see the good. There's an element sometimes we see with individuals who are over positive, and we often refer to that as toxic positivity. I think positive thinking is seeing a situation for what it is, And it dives into a point where it's less of this positive thinking and more of realistic thinking. When you actually look at a situation and you don't see it for better than it is or worse than it is, because ultimately the outcome will be independent of the level of worrying towards any situation. So when you actually just see something for what it is and you realize that The only constant in life is change and knowing that where you are right now, that is not where you'll always be. I think that is an element of positive thinking. And to move forward with that, for a lot of people, this choice to accept defeat or choose resiliency is very black and white. However, this can be a very complex choice for other individuals. So for example, what if it involves someone you love or a dream of yours? You don't want to give up on things you care about. Today, you will learn how to decipher the difference and how to more methodically choose the course of action that is best for you in any situation you may face. So well said, Ireland. Defeat and resilience. At face value, one sounds pretty negative and the other sounds pretty positive. However, in action, these terms are not so black and white. There's a great deal of power and knowledge stored in knowing when to choose defeat and when to choose resilience. Working hard and working passionately is admirable but not if it is in the wrong direction, running nowhere like a hamster on a wheel. So, defeat is frustration by nullification or by prevention of success, and resilience is an ability to recover from or adjust easily to misfortune or change. Defeat, obviously, at face value, like I said, sounds kind of negative. Resilience seems brave and powerful, pretty positive, but one is not negative and one is not positive in action, it is more positive and more admirable to know when to choose and to know the difference in which is the best for you and your situation. Trying to go a little bit deeper and determine what situation deems which route of action is something that we definitely want to tackle today. And it's not something that you can you know, make a formula for. Every situation is going to have really 
unique and complex components that are going to alter how you need to make the decision. How you view it and how you assess the situation is going to make a difference. So we're going to provide the framework for how to assess your situation and determine if defeat or resilience is the right option. But ultimately, it will differ on a case-to-case basis. So just keep that in mind. But Ireland, take it away. How do we properly assess a situation? So when talking about how to properly assess a situation and determining if you should accept defeat or choose resilience, here are a few questions that you may want to consider. First, is the issue at hand insurmountable or manageable? Although we are not in control of things that happen to us, we are in control of how we respond to them. So take that as you will. For me, I know I incorporate my response into being something that 9 out of 10 times I can manage myself, but that might not be the same for everyone. It might be manageable. It might be in your control. It might not be. It's all about perspective and your experience. And then can you make realistic changes or will you be fighting the unchangeable? This is very situational as is every aspect that we're sharing and points we're asking you to consider. And then finally, what other factors are involved? So take a minute to think about that with whatever situation you're dealing with or even for planning for the future. So Lydia, Would you talk to us a little bit about the dichotomy of grit and grace? Yes, and I was going to say, going off of the questions you can use to help decide which is the right course of action, defeat or resilience, knowing that you can make that decision with grit and grace, I think is a really important piece just because, like I said, there's not one route that's positive, one is negative. They're both neutral and very situational. But I think having the additional knowledge that working hard and being graceful, being respectable, being admirable, you know, being your best self exists with both options. So then kind of going a little bit further, the dichotomy of grit and grace, which I keep joking with Ireland and saying that that could be my future memoir title because my middle name is Grace. So that would just be kind of funny. But anyway, um, the biggest point that I want to make here is that you can be gritty and graceful. These qualities are not mutually exclusive and it's something that I think is actually pretty cool if you can master. So being gritty is a quality and characteristic that cannot essentially really be taught. I think you could practice it and implement it, but it's really something that's an innate desire to be better, do better, achieve at the highest level. Being gritty means working hard and not giving up without a fight striving to be the best and I think to people who maybe aren't as gritty or aren't programmed this way people who are might have come across to them as ultra competitive or relentless but it's really key to note here that that grit and that maybe it seems competitive or relentless you know (laughs) just will to be around or be better or whatever um comes from a place of great care for the person who's acting but for themselves and for the people in their lives honestly at the end of the day i think people who are gritty just want to make sure that they're able to provide the best for themselves and for those in their lives that they love and care about so that hard work comes from a place of wanting to provide wanting to achieve wanting to be excellent and the part that's really cool that we've 
kind of, you know, dove into with this dichotomy is you can be graceful while being gritty. So I think oftentimes we think hard work is, you know, all work, no play, or just you're mean, you're you're working hard, you're fighting, you're nasty, whatever, but that's not the case. You can be graceful at the same time as being gritty. Being graceful while gritty may appear through humble achievements, sharing but not bragging, treating everyone with kindness and respect, despite how much or little one has achieved or earned. I think a great example of this would be the equality of, you know, I think this is like probably something we've seen on like like a Facebook like ad or, you know, you know motivational page or whatever, but the idea of treating the janitor and the CEO with the same level of respect and human dignity. So I think that's super important, of course, but also I want to share in this section a quote that I love, and it is from Lady Gaga at the Oscars for A Star Is Born, and it reads, there's a discipline for passion, and it's not about how many times you get rejected or you fall down or you've been beaten up. It's about how many times you stand back up and are brave and keep going. So that is really the grit piece, but also the grace of getting back up and looking, you know, metaphorically, but also physically presentable and keeping your wits about you while still grinding and working hard. I love that quote. I think it speaks volumes to everything that you're saying. And people move forward from situations, I think, in just such different ways, which granted, we're all different individuals, different lived experiences, different responses, etc. And I think it's easy to compare sometimes, oh, well, you know, this person, they bounced back from that. Why can't I do that? There's so much comparison, I think, that comes up these days. And I think a sense of grit is realizing that the person who's looking back at you in the mirror is going to be the reason you will or will not do something at the end of the day. You are truly your biggest limit. And when you can get into this mindset that the failures and the falling is part of the process and it's not always going to be an upward (laughs) linear growth pattern, just embracing all of those falls, it makes it so much more rewarding. Lydia, share with me a goal you had for a long time and it didn't come easy, but when you got it, it was just beyond rewarding and probably more rewarding than if someone had just handed it to you that's such a great question I would say for sure for me I would say going back to like my dance history so finally getting like a legitimate I don't want to call it offer but like my first acceptance to like a really good sleepaway summer intensive was something that felt so rewarding and kind of just reaffirmed all my hard work in dance so that was a great feeling Lots of hard work, lots of grit, and of course, grace poured into that. But yeah, how about you, Ireland? Probably graduating for the first time last year, just after COVID and some other obstacles. There were definitely some points where I was like, oh my gosh, I do not see the light at the end of the tunnel just for a multitude of reasons. But that was really rewarding and I know it's just a degree, but all of the late nights and everything just made it worth it. And it was something that did not come easy, but it showed me perseverance beats all and adversity is a catalyst for growth. I think that's really an awesome achievement and definitely something that to be proud of for sure. Even Fig. Oh yeah, 100%. We kind of just went with it and we're just out here doing it. Fig was born. I can't really pinpoint it. Know, just one thing after another here we are this is our 12th episode a dozen episodes in now and it's really 
something we're proud of me genuinely enjoy and have so much fun with and we're so grateful for the platform and it's a passion project too we shared this a while back but something that you love when we're just talking about whether or not you're accepting the defeat or being resilient and moving forward something you love that's hard I think is passion and something that is hard but you do not love can show up as stress so there's times fig for example you know we it can get a little stressful I think in some senses right pushing through technical difficulties just things that come up but the passion at the core is so strong I think it just overpowers any sense of actual stress where it's you get to do this it's good stress. It's motivating and it's fun. <laughs> so let's dive into our next section, which will be focusing on the power of trying. It's cliche, but it's very true. You never know if you don't try. One of my favorite quotes, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Throughout my life, I have taken many shots, many half-court shots, and some of the half-court shots have not gone in, but some have. And when they go in, I'm like, I'm happy I did that because sometimes you just have to take a leap of faith. And as my yoga teacher said last night, this was our quote for the week, you have to take a leap of faith sometimes and trust the air around you. If it's really what you want to do and if there is a piece of you that will not stop thinking about whatever that is, Go for it because what is the worst thing that could happen? So don't live a life of what ifs. Instead, just try everything. Give it your all and then evaluate and you'll never succeed if you never try. Any accomplishment comes from the root of just trying. And again, we know this sounds so simple and you might say, oh, well, of course, because no one likes someone who is lazy and puts forth zero effort. Think about in you know, a group project when there's someone who (laughs) just shows up for the presentation or might not even show up for the presentation, but they're, you know, getting a piece of your work. And at times that might not seem fair, but trying in a way that makes a considerable difference is a skill that looks different for every individual and every situation. So for example, in a job, trying might look like communicating clearly and proactively with your supervisors and staff coming in early or staying late to perfect an assignment, going the extra mile. And as we always say, the extra mile is never crowded and for good reason too because people who usually go the extra mile get ahead. And although we like to refrain from seeing things as a competition between other people, at the end of the day, there are only so many spots for certain endeavors, I think, in life, truthfully, and that's just a harsh reality. But if you are willing to put in the work, I think you can find your name on whatever spot you wanted to. So continuing a little bit further, trying at work could look like honoring your needs and taking time off to recharge to ensure career longevity and improve productivity too. So at school, this might look like completing all of your assignments on time and prioritizing work over play, asking for help when you need a clarification on a topic, and getting involved, doing something that scares you, and also creating a well-rounded experience that will make your time in school more enjoyable and memorable. 
Could you tell us, Lydia, a little bit maybe about how you can show up in friendships and other types of relationships? Sure. I love what you said about the group project portion. I think that really probably hits home for a lot of our listeners. Okay, so trying in a friendship may look like meeting up for lunch once a week, going on a coffee date, maybe sending a simple text to check in, wish them well, wish them good luck on an exam or presentation, asking if they need help with anything, maybe dropping off or mailing a little surprise to them just because. I know me and Ireland, now being you know further away, different states, love to send little notes in the uh, in the mail like a little card or a package just something that says like I'm thinking of you without you know saying it because it's just something sweet and it's very kind and definitely well appreciated and then going a little bit further trying in a romantic relationship may present as honoring your partner's needs in unison with your own so not compromising your own needs and wants all the time because you know what you need is still equally as important as what your partner needs but finding that harmony um, communicating and utilizing your partner's preferred love language to show affection helping them without asking if they need it you know them well so you can hop in and help if you think you can remembering the little things I think that is so important Um, acts of service that show that you remember the little things so maybe surprising them with a favorite dessert or a coffee order or planning an event or an activity will go a long way. So that's even um, applicable in friendships. So kind of like I said, like with Ireland, like maybe if I would see her favorite protein bar down here or something and I mail it to her, it's like, oh, number one, you thought of me. Number two, you remembered that's like my favorite and, you know, it just, it's cute. Um, And then I think this is good for all of them. Stay present. Enjoy the company of your partner. Remind them how much they mean to you. Trying truly does go a really long way. The effort is attractive and where effort and focus goes, energy flows and there will be abundance. One of my favorite quotes that kind of plays off of this whole idea of trying is don't miss out on something that could be great just because it could also be difficult. No one said that trying is easy. It's not. It's trying not completing if it was completing it would be easy if it's trying it's because you're you're trying you're going to hit bumps in the road there's going to be things that don't go right it could be difficult there's no way around that but I think sometimes the best things in life are the things that are a little bit difficult to get so don't miss out on something that could be awesome just because it could be hard do the hard work put in the effort and it'll be great I think it just goes back to our conversation about how oftentimes the most rewarding things came with the most difficulties. And although one day I would love for life to be easy, I also don't want it to be that way because for me, I'm thinking, what is that promoting in a sense? I've kind of embraced that life comes with many challenges and when things come up, saying, okay, this is part of the process, right? We would love to see this linear growth, personal growth, whatever type of growth in any endeavor. But the reality is that I don't think it's that way for most of the time and for good reason too because things are rewarding when they are difficult. Just to go back a little bit, Lydia, when you were talking about how where focus goes, energy flows, Tony Robbins talks a lot about that in particular. And When you're focusing on the good, even in the midst of whatever storm may be coming 
your way or has come your way, you say, okay, like this sucks right now, but the one thing that is reassuring is that the only constant in life is change and and what if this is setting you up for something greater? And then I would love to just reframe, honestly, our accept defeat or choose resilience. And this is a question I'll pose to you, Lydia. Is it really accepting defeat if you learned a lesson from it and move on? Is it still defeat if you quote unquote fail but learn something? I would say no. You might have been defeated in your initial endeavor, but as we've learned on this podcast in different episodes of different ways, it's more about the journey than the final destination. So the journey was resilient and took you in a new direction. So although your ultimate or your initial destination was not reached and you technically were defeated in the process, you learned probably something greater. You unlocked a new passion, a new goal, and you were redirected. So yes and no but ultimately no you're resilient in a different way and the defeat was just redirection rejection is redirection exactly i think you did a great job of just tying it back together to the accept defeat or choose resilience theme mantra of the episode whatever you'd like to call it i think really seeing hopefully everyone who's listening can see the connection between the three main sections so we have choosing defeat or resilience knowing when to choose the difference the dichotomy of grit and grace and the power of trying they all go hand in hand if you don't try you never are presented the opportunity to even be gritty and be graceful and if you never try you're never going to have to choose between accepting defeat or choosing resilience and i think the biggest thing and this might stump some people but we want to make sure we get this you know point across You might think accepting defeat or choosing resilience, one is trying and one is not. And it's kind of going back to the point that I made that one is not positive, one is not negative. You're going to be trying in different ways depending on which you choose. If you're accepting defeat, quote unquote, you're still trying. You're just deciding to try for something else. And if you're choosing resilience, you're choosing to continue trying the same goal or in the same direction or on the same path that you've been going down so i think that would be my big message and clarification for the whole episode hopefully this episode hit home for our listeners i think this is really a topic that island and i are pretty into um we try a lot of different things with the podcast in our personal lives we love to push ourselves be better be gritty be graceful the whole the whole nine yards so we really hope you enjoyed this episode and tune into next week